Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world who will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended from ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello everyone, how are you? Did you have a good week? I'm very happy because lots of you have been getting in touch and sharing kind messages about our stories. And we're starting a new theme, which just happens to be kindness. I know, it's difficult to be kind all the time. Sometimes we just feel really tired and grumpy, and the last thing we want to do is be kind. But the story this week from Japan shows that kindness can work like magic, and a little bit of it can really change lives. So... In the tale which Toopy's going to tell you, that's what happens. Lives are changed. I wonder if you can think of a time when someone was kind to you and it really made a difference. Have a think while we have a word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. Did you think about something kind someone did for you? Do let us know. The tale Toopy's going to tell you, which is from Japan is called The Crane Girl. When I say crane, I'm not talking about a great big metal machine which lifts heavy loads. No. I'm talking about a graceful bird with a long neck which lives near water. In Japan, the crane bird is the symbol for long life and happiness. Children in Japan often fold paper into the shape of a crane and give them as gifts to their friends. Are you ready for Toop's story? Then let the story begin. Mouth open, story jump out. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there lived an old man and his wife in the woods and the forest together. The old man had been out collecting firewood, which he tied up into a bundle and put upon his back, started to make his way back home. And as he walked down the path, he heard up ahead something in distress flipping and flapping, this way and that way, squeaking and squawking. As he approached, there he saw the bird in distress, a crane, a crane trapped by the leg. Oh, said the old man as he put down his bundle, who would have put a trap there for you, my lovely? Who would have done such a thing? Do not worry, do not worry. And he approached the crane very gently. And so the crane became quiet and allowed the old man to free the bird from the trap. When the bird was free, the crane looked at the old man. The old man looked at the crane. Their eyes became one. And then the crane opened its wings 
and flew away. The old man saw the crane take to the sky and then was just a blip of a spot and was gone. The old man felt happy in heart. He picked up his bundle, he put it on his back and reached home. As soon as he reached home, he threw down his bundle and his dear sweet wife. She said, my husband, my husband, you have returned. Come sit down, a bowl of soup for you. And he, kicking off his boots, taking off his outdoor clothes, sat down, rubbing his hands and started to consume his soup. His wife asked, and how was your day? And he said, my day was very interesting. After I had collected all of the sticks for the fire, I saw there was a bird in distress. I was able to free it from the trap, and then I saw it fly up and away. And his wife, she smiled. She said, my husband, you are so kind. And that evening, they maybe told a story together or sang a song and retired to their bed. But late that evening, there was a knocking at the door. Who could that be, said his wife. Somebody at the door, you better go and answer. The weather has drawn in and someone is left out there for sure lost. They lit a candle went to the door, opened it, and there they saw a young girl standing there. The weather had fallen in around them. There was the wind, there was the rain, and there was the snow. And the woman said to the young girl, What are you doing on a night like this? Where are you going with the weather turning? Do come in, child, do come in. And the young girl said, Dear grandparents, it wasn't her grandparents, this is what she would say to people who are older than her, out of respect. Dear Grandmother, I was on my way to go to see my great aunt. I left quite late, and the weather turned terrible. I saw your place and wondered if I could have just one night under your roof. Come in, said the old woman, come in. You cannot be left out there. She closed the door behind the young girl, and the old woman said, We do not have much, but what we have we will share with you. And the young girl said, I do not need much. In fact, I just need somewhere to rest, and I will be up in the morning and away. There, by the fire, they said, You can sleep and stay warm. Early in the morning, the old woman and the old man, before they left, their beds they could smell. There was bread and there was tea and the whole cabin smelt as if food was being prepared. And when they rubbed the sleep out of their eyes, there was the young girl saying, Morning. The young girl had made for them breakfast. Oh, said the old woman, no one's ever made breakfast for me before. This is very nice of you and I didn't even ask or expect it. They had their breakfast together, and before you know it, the old man said, Well, I think I will go out into the woods. But when he opened the door, the weather was still very terrible from the night before. And so they said, You will have to stay with us at least another day. And the young girl, 
She swept the place. She dusted the place. She tidied the place up out of the goodness of her own heart. And the old woman said, Thank you for all of your help. You are so kind. Later that evening, as they sat there by the fire, the young girl said to the old man and to the old woman, You have been so kind to me. I wish to make for you a gift, a present, which you could possibly sell in the market when the weather becomes clear. The young girl asked, Do you have any yarn, maybe some wool, that you're not using? Of course, said the old woman. Look, take this. And the young girl said to the old man, to the old woman, Listen, I'm going to make a partition, but I don't want you to look behind the curtain over into my side. I'm going to make you something. It will be a surprise, and I don't want you to see. Oh, said the old man, Well, you are most free, and we give our word. We will not peek, we will not look. And the old woman said, I give you my word, we will not peek, and we will not look. That night they could hear the shuttle going this way and that way on the loom, the weaving, the threading, the spindle going backward and forward and forward and back behind the curtain. Something was being made. They could hear it, the shuttle, the spindle going backward and forward, forward and backward. The noise, it made a rhythm. It was soothing. And the old man and the old woman, they left the young girl to do what she was doing as they retired to their bed. And in the morning when they woke up, the young girl presented to them a beautiful shawl. And the old man said, This is so soft. And you've made this so wonderfully. Why should we sell it? And the young girl said, The weather has cleared. Take it to the market. You will earn some money. And with the money, you can buy some more wool, some more thread, some more yarn. Bring it back, and I will make for you another gift. But can I ask? if I can stay with you a little bit longer. You are so kind and so helpful. I wish to stay with you. In fact, to tell you the truth, I was going to see my great-aunt, and my great-aunt isn't very nice at all. But you are very nice. And the old man looked at his wife, and the wife, she looked at her husband, and they both knew that their answer was yes. The young girl could stay as long as she wished. And so... The man, he took the shawl into the market. There he stood, a beautiful shawl for sale, a beautiful shawl for sale. People went this way and that way, but a rich man of the village saw the quality of the shawl, and he came to inspect it, saying, This is fine work. How much? I will buy it off you now. And so the deal was done. It was sold. The old man had the money. He bought some food and some things for the house and did not forget the wool, the yarn, the thread. He returned back home again and the old man was very happy. They had money now, money to buy what they wished for. He gave the wool, the yarn, the thread 
to the young girl and the young girl once again went behind the partition and she started to weave backward and forward and forward and backward she was weaving behind the partition she was making another beautiful gift and the woman of the house said husband i want to see what she's doing no said the husband we've given our word do not look do not look all that evening they could hear something behind the partition being made and the husband said to my wife i shall retire and take my rest give me your word you will not look and the wife she said i am just putting away things then i shall retire and come to sleep what do you think the wife was going to do yes she could not help herself she decided to steal a little look just a little look just a little peek just then the old woman she peeled back the material which formed the partition there she could see a weaving machine a loom which is used for making material there was not a young girl there the woman saw a thin legged long beaked open stretched crane it was a bird the girl had changed into a bird and the bird was using the loom the weaving machine to make the shawl the bird picked up pieces of thread and passed them through strands of string weaving them in and out and out and in and passing it between the threads and the woman her eyes open wide her jaw dropped she stepped back quietly into the room she lay down beside her husband and for the whole night she could not sleep early in the morning they smelt the smell of cooked food in their cabin again Early in the morning there they saw the young girl the young girl once again had in her hand a folded beautiful soft shawl and the girl said you broke your promise you broke your promise you looked behind the partition didn't you you saw behind the curtain you saw me in my true form didn't you and the husband he opened his eyes and he looked at his wife he said no i didn't see anything and the wife she cried saying i'm sorry i broke my promise i am sorry i should not have done that but the young girl said do not worry i understand you are inquisitive i understand that you wanted to see what was happening i am not angry but i cannot stay any more it's time for me to go take the shawl sell the shawl you'll make your money and your life will be much happier she turned to the old man saying thank you thank you for helping me that day but now i must go 
With that, the young girl, she approached the door. She opened the door to the outside world. She turned, she looked at the old man, she looked at the old woman. And then she stepped out and away from their cottage. And as she walked, they could see that the young girl, her feet no longer touched the ground. She rose up into the air. Her feet became thin, spindly. Her arms outstretched became wings. And her head formed into a long beak. And now as a crane, she flew. And the couple saw the crane flying in the sky until it was gone. So ends my story. Oh, what a moving story. It's a little bit sad, isn't it? Thanks to Toop for that, and thank you for listening, especially to all our listeners in Okinawa in Japan. One of the best things about making this podcast is hearing from you, and lots of you have been filling up our bag of happies this week with drawings inspired by our stories. Thanks to Mara, who is six from Pennsylvania, who sent an imaginative picture of the boy who used his head. And thanks to Coral, who is five and a half, from Oregon, who sent in a picture of a story which is very special to me, The Boy and the Snow Wolf. Thank you for that, Coral. And thanks to Aura, who is six from the US, who drew a very pretty picture of the three dolls. And to siblings, Elle, who is six, and Maka, who is eight, from Christchurch, New Zealand. Elle sent in a colourful picture of how the rainbow became and Maka shared a brilliant cartoon drawing of how the snakes got their poison. More thanks for your super great drawings coming next week. Meanwhile, if you'd like to see some of those inspiring pictures, have a look on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. Now... Thank you to Isaiah, who's given us a donation on Ko-fi. And a very big thanks to all adults who are supporting us on Ko-fi and on Apple Podcasts. It's really appreciated. Thank you, thank you. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or you can go to ko-fi.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories and give a one-off payment. Oh, and now... We also have a Patreon page where you can subscribe and get all sorts of super great treats. To find out more, go to patreon.com forward slash super great kids stories. And if you'd like to buy a super great kids t-shirt, go to our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. And finally, thanks to Ned in Ireland, who speaks Irish, and to brothers Noah and Henry in the UK, for your amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts. They made me laugh out loud. That's it. See you soon. Keep telling those stories. Oh, and thanks very much to our sponsors for supporting this episode. <laughs>